Oh man, I'm just I'm just leaving it up right now, dude. I I love the song. It makes me so happy. I tried to find the artist, and their website was all in Japanese. Like you just wasn't... can't understand what they're saying what, or read it. <laughs> I guess I guess if I like went on my computer and found it and downloaded translate apps, but I just I don't want to like do that much work to just like buy a buy a song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Things are hard. <laughs> it is. If I have to put like, if I have to take like more than a couple steps to do something that should just take one step, then I'm like done. Mm. Like, you know, according to my uh, invisible Apple Watch, I already put in enough steps for the day. I'm good. <laughs> my mental, my mental Apple Watch. Oh, is that what we're doing now? Yes. Just metal watches and shit like that. Yeah, it's just to take the steps that I have to do to get a, a task mm. done. And if it's more mm. than if more more steps than I want to take to get the task done, then it can wait mm. till long later, which inevitably means more steps. Hmm. Makes sense. Why put off today what you can put off tomorrow? Dude, I I want to do that with mowing the lawn. I just want to get back into Mass Effect play games and I'm like the grown ups in me is like at least fucking mow the lawn today. You need see, this is where like I would put up a, a flyer or something in front of my house and it's like, dude, twenty dollars to mow my lar- yard. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, because where uh, the neighborhood where Jody's uh grandpa and aunt and uncle live, there was like a couple like like they would pass the baton, but there was always like one or two high school kids that would go around and, you know, ha- they'd have like a riding lawn mower and stuff and mow people's yards. And like mm-hmm. one person was like, like almost like he was like a professional with it because I think his mom owned a business. So mm-hmm. like he had like um, spreadsheets and invoices and you'd get the bill like on a certain day and then he'd give you so much time after you got the bill to pay it. And and if, mm-hmm. when, if he was like out of town on like a school trip because he had like the extracurricular activities. So if he was like, um, on a weekend or whatever, he, his mom would show up and mow the lawn on the day that he had to mow the lawn. Like, he'd subcontract out to his own mom. Nice. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, that's too funny. Does he does he egg your house if you're, like, delayed? I think he just hassles you, like the, like the paper boy in um, Better Off Dead, where he's just following the guy the whole movie asking for the $2 that he owes him for the paper delivery service, even though... $2 like, plus tip! Yeah, exactly. Even though it was like it's the parents that owe the money, not him. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like even the part where like he's like skiing, all of a sudden you hear in the, give me my two dollars, and you look over and the kid's like, on his bike but also on skis and then flies off a cliff, and then later he's like, <laughs> in a cast and just asking for the two dollars again. Right. <laughs> That's too funny. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, so what you drinking, Sean? I decided I was uh, still digging into the bottom of my keyser, <laughs> and I found a uh, raspberries my jam. It's a tart fruit ale from Foundation Brewing Company in Portland, Maine. So, um, it's uh, they use uh, real uh, raspberries. It has uh, lactose in it and comes in at five percent ABV. It's, it's, um, it's pretty tart. Um, the lactose isn't, isn't overly done to where I feel like I'm having a dessert sour. And it's got a really good raspberry, um, taste to it. Like, you could just go, like, you're just like, yep, this is definitely a raspberry, uh, uh, tart. And it's, uh, it's pretty solid. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Much enjoying this, so uh, yeah, this is gonna be a very good, easy drinking beer before uh, I have to go mow the lawn. <laughs> so I would definitely get it if you can out there. 
Or from get it from. I probably got it from Tavor, to be honest. That's probably the only that makes the most sense. I mean, yeah, you are a Tavor whore. I think I'm gonna start that that, that hashtag hashtag Tavor whore. <laughs> that seems rude. <laughs> um, if, if 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 only if you think it is. Super it rude. You're you're such a mean person, Daniel. I'm just over here drinking my beer. Call you just mess up so much that you, you. I mean, I guess you are Tavor Whore because you we give them so much free sponsorship. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I don't get paid. And whether money, beer, or um, <laughs> fake internet points. <laughs> right. Like they don't even like our posts when I mention them. They don't care about you. They're they're they're, they're well. I mean, by extension, you too. So That's fair. Us. They don't care about us, Sean. Uh-oh, that's fair. I have no rebuttal for that. Uh, so what about so, you? What are you drinking this fine, sunny afternoon? So I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking the challenge of drinking one of my remaining um, wine bottle-sized bottles of beer. Mm-hmm. The good old 750 milliliter. So it's called... This is Unlikely Foragers. It's... Uh, Brewed by uh, Equilibrium Brewing, and I think mm-hmm. Keeping Together. I don't know if that's like the, another brewery. Like I'm trying to read the story that they have, and it's like the label is kind of light colored, mm-hmm. and it isn't quite writing tiny, tiny writing. Gotcha. And it says, but it's like like this beer. Beer is a community. This series is inspired by friends wanting to gather and forage beer ingredients. Past vintages typically feature the foragers foraging. Forager's going to forage, right? 2020 was different for many reasons. We were unable to gather during the strange moment in our species timeline. We were super fortunate to work with this ale, on this ale with our dear friends, dear friend Avery Swanson from Keeping Together. So I guess that is a, as a collaborative effort. This is Equilibrium's first beer out of a foeder, foeder, foeder. Mm-hmm. Well, 2020 was particularly challenging time. We take many important lessons that you should remember. Listen, inspire, innovate, pause, reflect, correct, commit, appreciate, figure out new ways to live, and not let life get in the way of living. Blah, blah. And so basically, uh, a properly cellar, prefer to live beer, cellar, place in fridge the night before, and pour the entirety of the bottle in appropriate sternware. Oh, I guess I don't have a fucking wine bottle sized glass. <laughs> Come on, Danny, you're fucking up your beer. I don't have like a 30, a 24 ounce, like a, well, 20, like, yeah, 20, 26 ounce glass of beer, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, but so anyways, this is a farmhouse ale brewed with dandelions. Oh. Um, and so the picture is like a field with a bunch of dandelions in it and mountains in the background, hills in the background. And so, you know, I always give my wife a hard time because she likes dandelions. Yeah. And she likes to blow the, the, as she calls them, wishies. The wishies? Oh. Does she wish she uh, could, could get rid of you? I'm, if, I mean, if she she can't tell me or her wish won't come true, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say no, though. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. <laughs> But then it's like, you know, you know, she keeps saying that dandelions aren't weeds. And unfortunately, I found, like, historical evidence that basically the only reason, like, dandelions weren't considered weeds until, like, all the weed-killing companies started marketing and needed, like, a reason to get people to buy their shit. Yeah. And so, because it was, like, actually dying, it's like dandelions help the soil and shit. <laughs> They're weeds. They look terrible in your lawn. It's like it's like when the company convinced everyone that plants wanted Brondo because that's it's got what plants crave. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but you know when I opened it up and I smelled it like immediately, I was like, you know, it didn't it didn't have that like that sour smell where you're just like, oh man, this just smells like heartburn, you know? Yeah. But it's got like a it's 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 got a little bit of a tartness, but it's not over the top at all. It's um. Got a nice like earthyish taste. I think from the like she said chamomile is the word she used, which I was kind of worried because I don't like the chamalier. Mm. But this tastes pretty good. I like it. It's 
it's definitely a, a fancy drinking glass a beer you know what I'm saying like it's not something you would want to sit in like a um, it's not a pool beer even though it's light and easy drinking it's yeah. more like like a outdoor like barbecue like you're making some steaks and some potatoes and some veggies and you're gonna eat it outside with some with your family or friends or whatever it's like a, a informal fancy event I think that's a this is exactly what this beer is for. Something just uh, so like an outdoor summer like dinner. Gotcha. But yeah, it's brewed in up. It's a New York brewery. It's in uh, Middleton, Middletown, in New York, or Middleton, I guess. If you're uh, Pacific, the Northeast. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Whatever that area is called. I, I, I keep wanting to say like terms, but every single term I come to pop up with is like. California in terms it's like you're from the Bay Area if you're from the Pacific Northwest and it's like oh, I'm just going to give up Dead a little by bit the bay where the water oh, grows yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so this last week or so we've been having there's been a lot of pops posts uh, popping up on social media about um, breweries and restaurants saying like look man like if you're uh, if you're vaccinated come on in but if you're not then you can like eat on our patio or you can get shit to go. And so yeah. the latest one was to, that I saw was from a uh, shake shack. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, like if you want, if you're not vaccinated, it's like, if you're vaccinated, you can stay and eat, but if you're not, then you can get it to go. Yeah. And so someone commented, it's like, well, like, he's like, looks like you're added to the list of, bre- of restaurants that I won't go to. To which someone replied, you're boycotting, you're boycotting restaurants that you're not allowed to eat at. That sounds effective. <laughs> <laughs> like you're doing what they want. <laughs> like, like uh, Seven Stills uh, Brewery and Distillery, um, they posted. They're like one of the first ones I saw to announce that. Where um, if you're back, if you're not vaccinated, then you're you can stay on the patio. But if you're vaccinated, then you can come inside. And they're like, people, oh, why you gotta be political? Why you gotta do this? And then, and they're like, um, yeah, we don't care, man. Like this is the rules. Like deal with them or not. Like. <laughs> But then there's a, a restaurant, and it was either – I can't remember if it was Huntington Beach or Huntington Park. They're, like, pretty much right next to each other. Um, that you had to show proof that you were not vaccinated to get into the restaurant. And it's like, how do you how do you do that? And people are like, you go to the restaurant. Just by the fact that you're going to the restaurant probably means you support their uh, craziness of, you know, not allowing vaccinated people inside. Um, True. But they said that basically, like, um, getting the vaccine was committing treason towards the United States. And they're not going to allow treasonous people to eat at their restaurant. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a, it's a crazy world out there, man. And it's uh, crazy how things are starting to get slowly locked lock back up. Right, and of course all the anti-vaxxers are like, we see, we told you the vaccine wasn't going to stop anything, and it's like, no, no, they're not doing it to stop us, they're doing it because of you. Yes. Like, you know, I see all these, like, stories on Reddit, that are, you know, all the gathered stories on Reddit where people didn't get the vaccine and, like, their last words or as soon as they're, or even as soon as they're admitted to the hospital, it's like, okay, I'm ready for the vaccine now, or I should have gotten the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to be fair, it, it's, a lot of the people on Reddit are assholes, on both sides because you know when you get to see those posts there's too many people like good they deserve to die and it's like you know what man like it's it sucks how they died but it's still a human being man like mm-hmm. you should never like like laugh at the death of somebody you know but but when they get fired for not getting the vaccine that shit's fucking hilarious i told my wife because they all, all the people that are anti-vax are probably also anti-union and right-to-work, in favor of right-to-work laws, where it's like you, they could fire you for whatever reason they want. Yeah. And so uh, now they're firing you. Now that it's affecting you, all of a sudden it's bad. So, you, you, you that's that, that's you made that bad. That's the <laughs> one. Ah, uh, sucks that you don't have a job anymore, but you, you are in that one. But then I don't know. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I could never celebrate except for maybe Hitler, but I wasn't around then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, you weren't. Not so, that old, man. Not no. that old. 
even though it is because of you know if you have an, if you need like I said before in an earlier episode if you need another reason to hate Hitler it's because of Hitler that I'm here because my fam my mom's family fled Hungary to get away from him when he first got into power so damn it now I have more reasons to curse Hitler yes he's he's responsible for at least two atrocities the Holocaust and me. <laughs> Well, you be—you probably would have just been in a different part of the world. Well, no, because then my my uh, none of my my uh, my mom my my mom's parents wouldn't have met. Mm. Because they, they you I know guess like that makes they, sense. like when they oh and when they left Hungary um, to get to come to America, they came to the wonderful, beautiful, exotic uh, land of Ohio. Ohio. Yes. <laughs> Oh man! So, you know, the Olympics are going on right now, and um, one of the major controversies—they are. Yes. <laughs> Actually, the athletes are still figuring out ways to have the sexy times yes. in the horny zone of the Olympic <laughs> Village. Even though they have no horny beds. I've literally not seen like anything posted. I barely see any posts about it. Well, the one thing that was going on that was kind of a big deal was uh, Simone Biles, like. She, you know, for the she's like the basically like the best gymnast in the world, and even to the point where like the judges even admit to like kind of scoring her um, a little more uh, harsher than other contestants because it's like, well, yeah, but she's so good that um, we have to give other uh, com- uh, competitors a chance. So you know that's one thing that's kind of bullshit about score events because yeah. like at the last year's Olympics she hit a perfect ten. Yeah. And so basically, like, she was expected to carry the team events and the personal events like win gold and vote because of her. And so right before the gymnastic event started, she ended up backing out for personal reasons mm-hmm. for health, for personal health reasons. And everyone was like, well, is she hurt. And they're like, come to, f-. and then it's like reports were coming out that it was like mental health issues. And you got all these, you know, right wing assholes. Like one guy called her a traitorous sociopath for not competing in the Olympics. <laughs> And in order to talk about how she's weak and this, and it's like, all right, look, I can I can understand like being a little disappointed that she dropped out because it's like she made the team and she went there and she took somebody else's spot that could have performed. But you know, she is under was under an obscene amount of pressure because again, like I said, she was expected to almost score perfect tens again, and not only that, but she was also kind of she's the last remaining um, person on the team that was involved with the trainer. They got arrested for abusing all the girls. So, you know, she kind of came and she, like, people were talking about how she's selfish because before the Olympics, she said that she was going to do this one for her. And yeah, it's like, yeah, she wants to kind of, you know, shake the demons of that dude being, you know, inappropriate and just the weight of her expectations. Of course, you know, she's not being selfish, man. That's kind of a human thing, right? I would think so. so. Right, and, and and it's so bad, right? You know, people like a lot of the people like calling her out. It's so bad that um, my le- probably one of my least favorite people on this planet, uh, Ben Shapiro, actually um, came to her defense. Jeez. And he's he's like he's usually out there. He's one of those guys like saying just awful things, whether he believes it or not, just to get the people that agree with those awful things to agree with him. Mm-hmm. And so he said, Simone Biles isn't. A cowardly villain for pulling out of the Olympics. She isn't a brave heroine for pulling out of the Olympics. We live in such we live in such an insanely polarized society that we can't just let people be people. And then somebody <laughs> like replied to that tweet with heartbreaking. The worst person you know just made a great point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so real quick on a side note, Sean, I have a question. If you caught, because you have like. So in my hierarchy of management, there's like part-time supervisors, and there's like each each one has like a group of like a group of like ten-ish employees on average, and then there's mm-hmm. full-time supervisors, and each one has like a group of five to ten part-time supervisors under them, and then there's managers that, you know, are in charge of the full-time supervisors, right? Yeah. And so, are, are you kind of like you're higher up in that hierarchy, right? Like you have management people below you, you are in charge of. Uh, yeah, so basically I'm in charge of a shift, and I, I, or I would say the night operations, and I have two managers that report to me, and they each have, like, four supervisors, four supervisors that report to them. 
Okay, so hypothetically, if you caught one of the supervisors getting <laughs> a BG from one of your employees, what would the action you take be? I walked in on this. Yes. <laughs> oh. I mean, directly, but um, one of your managers or another supervisor did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well. Well, I would make sure it's not still happening, <laughs> and then go from there. And probably we would start an investigation <laughs> to follow the procedure. So one of the part-time supervisors I work with got caught. I don't know who, by whom exactly, but like, and they weren't like necessarily even hiding. They're kind of out in the open. And um, like, she was like hiding, but he was like standing like in front, like in front. So I guess yeah. is, um, so it made it look like he was just standing in front of this container for an, a weird amount of time in a weird position. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know why they both didn't just climb in. Yeah. And the, the, he was given the option to like, quit and like put in his two weeks notice not even like quit now like he's mm-hmm. he's quitting like it's not like he has quit he's quitting mm-hmm. i mean i think i don't know if they i don't think we would give them an option i mean if they said if they told us like they were resigning like we wouldn't say like no we wouldn't say no, but, like, <laughs> but we wouldn't tell them, like... I'm resigning, I'm resigning, I will pick up, and I will never see... Goodbye, I'm leaving now, as opposed to... Uh, can I put in my two weeks' notice? Yeah. <laughs> Probably be like, uh, don't worry about coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can I quit? Um, yeah, fine, just go now. Like, give me your... give, give here, Fill out this paperwork, you're quit. Like, as opposed to, you know, you're fired. Now, either way, either way, you're not coming back to work tomorrow. Yeah, one way or another. <laughs> so I just thought that was a pretty funny story. That it's like, wait, wait, he's still. It's like, yeah, we're short. So short, they're short, short-handed on supervisors that they need him to stay until they can promote people and like train them. Jesus, yeah, we wouldn't do that. It'd be like, it'd just be done. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, we yeah we wouldn't do anything that, like that. That seems like the more appropriate action that one company would take. <laughs> Especially in today's climate of lawsuits and, you know, that shit not being tolerated. Not like, oh, that's just how it is at jobs. <laughs> you know, ask, ask Blizzard Activision about that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> they know all sorts of stuff about being, about keeping a good workplace. Yes. So, I was watching this video. There's this YouTuber, he's... Borderline right wing, but at least he kind of has decent opinions. He's not, he doesn't just say garbage things for the sake of being a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Like he's not trying to put out the hot take to get, you know, the, um, oh, I've learned a new term thanks to Reddit. The MGTOW. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No. It's like, the new, it's like the new version of incels. Like, like now that, in, like, there were people were called, calling themselves incels and then it became a, a an insult. <laughs> so now they go by MGTOWs or MGTOW, which stands for men going their own way. MGTOWs? Like MGTOW? MGTOW? Men going their own, MGTOW, men going their own way. So it's basically dudes that are and have it too easy and then you know if, if something bad happens to them that that's because they were asking for it that kind of bullshit <laughs> and i guess they had a they had a subreddit it got banned and i guess there's a second one still and i don't know if that one's gotten banned yet but like i saw a post recently and they brought it that's where i'm like wait i do i and i've seen it on youtube there's a youtube channel that has like that in the name of it and i'm like all right i gotta i gotta figure out what this is this this means something it's popping up too much <laughs> um but so, um, anyways, this guy's not full MGTOW, that, you know, but he's definitely, uh, he's not quite Jeremy from the quartering either. He's a little more t- uh, moderate. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't just make up shit for the sake of, uh, opinion. So, um, he posted this story on YouTube about this CEO of a company that produces manga and anime. Mm-hmm. And he was doing an interview, and basically, um, 
he was talking about how they were going to have to change their publishing policies and stuff to conform to both like Google censorship policies and the store policies of the Apple market, you know, the for to buy apps and stuff. Um, and, you know, like people in the comments talk about how like this is, you know, how comics are woke. Like the one thing he says that I fucking hate is the whole go woke, get woke, go broke. Like, you know, have, like, gays, like, that's why comics are, like, nobody's buying comics anymore. It's not, has nothing to do with how, like, everything's digital and, you know, very, there's less comic, you know, brick and mortar comic book stores. It's, it's because comics are dealing with gay and lesbian issues or this, and feminist issues. And it's like, (laughs) they've always dealt with that shit. That's not new. Like, so, um, but anyways, this guy, he, uh. Did it for the interview? He and people were panicking. It's like, oh great, the the Western censorship has gotten to the Japan. And so then, like over the next two days after he posted this video, he was making all these like videos popping up from reactions from not just like people, but like uh, like the basically the the board of directors of the company issued a statement that they're like, yeah, this guy uh, he didn't speak for us when he said that stuff. Um, and I guess he's trying to leave this company and get a, a. the similar position with Sony, you know, get a higher, a high, high position on the board with Sony. So he's kind of, that's why he's like pushing the censorship stuff is what they're saying. Mm. Um, but not only did they uh, be like, say like, oh no, no, we're not censoring anything. We're not going to cater to censorship. But it's like this guy, um, as a result of him giving his interview, he's going to have for the next three months give up uh, 20% of his salary as a, as a fine for his, giving that interview, going <laughs> off the rails and giving that interview. <laughs> you know that's kind of shit you don't see like in western countries like no. Japan like when um, yeah. when when the Wii U came out and failed miserably like the CEO of uh, Japan like apologized and gave back some of his salary for the poor performance of the system yep. we just... you know versus like America where it's like a, if the company does bad and the CEO gets fired they give him like a four, give them like a 14 million dollar like Payout. Fuck off, bonus. It's like, oh, <laughs> stuck. Here's here's twenty million dollars to you know wipe away your tears. Yeah, there's no there's no accountability on that side. It doesn't matter. They they'll find a job in another company very quickly. <laughs> so, I I you know the the opening credits the opening song was the closing credits for this anime I've been watching, um, called uh. Tsukimichi Moonlight Fantasy and it's like borderline satire of the isekai genre like not to the point of that one that we talked about like last month where it got the manga got cancelled after one issue because it was like literally blatantly ripping off like intellectual property of isekai yeah like they weren't even being subtle about it so this one like um, this this kid gets pulled into the world and he's like talking to this god, and the god's like, "All right, like we're taking you from your, you know, I'm a god and I'm taking you from your world and sending you to this other world. Um, you know, your parents are also not from Earth, and so the deal was that for them to go to Earth, um, we're, we have to take something valuable from them, and so we're taking you. And the guy's like, "Wait, so at first he was like, I don't want to go, and then he's like, Wait, so if I don't go, then you're gonna take one of my sisters, and he's like, Yes, and they're like, he's like, All right, fine, I'll go." And then the god's like, but just to let you know, um, before anybody like finds out that you're missing, I've already gone through and taken out all the, um, the the basically taking out all the porn out of your room and got rid of it. <laughs> and the guy starts crying and he's like, "You, oh my god!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, that's that's hilarious, like that because." Like they're the first one to acknowledge that you know teenage boys have inappropriate stuff like that in their room, generally. And yes. you know it's like, oh man, my kid's missing, and look at all this. Like, and he, he was a pervert. <laughs> and so Get rid he, of um, this shit. He, the god, the god gives him all these powers and stuff because he's like, yeah, the goddess that summons you, we're like, we're not sure she's gonna like you, but so I'm gonna give you all these powers just in case. And then so he's like, starts to fade, and the guy, he's like, where are you going? He's like, oh man, like giving you all these powers, like used up my power. He's like, I gotta go take, like, a few, a, a nap for, like, a few millennium. You know? And so, sure enough, he gets, he sees the goddess, and she's like, wait, you're ugly and, you know, horrible, so I'm just gonna, like, banish you to the wastelands. And so, 
like you know they they're, they're very meta like it's very meta like he's a, they're aware of like the leveling system and gaining powers and stuff and magic so like he know like he's aware you know he's not trying to be like oh I've never played video games or anything like that so it's like I said that's why I think it's like it's pretty close to satire of the genre and so like he ends up like having to fight a dragon that's supposed to be immortal and he ends up like basically almost like not necessarily defeating the dragon but definitely like hurting it in the fight and the dragon's like I want to be your um, companion and so she turns into a human that wants to be a samurai because she read his like memories and saw all the period drama pieces movies that he would watch and then later on they fight a giant spider that also turns into a human <laughs> and um of course but the cool thing is and I might have my imagination but like the first couple times you see her in human form the way her eyes are drawn it looks like they're like spiders because they're the black circles and then you can see the like the little like legs coming off of them <laughs> um but he's like super overpowered and stuff um but he's, even though he, like he then he checked his level, he was only level one. Um, and uh, but it's pretty funny. It's four, uh, five episodes in so far. Um, it's just it's super easy. It's not like necessarily pervy, um, and it's not harem-ish either. Even though he does have the two girls that kind of love him, but you know he's just like, dude, stop being weird. You know. Like he's like, there's no mutual feelings towards them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's on a Crunchyroll or VRV, depending on which one you have. Yeah, it popped up on my uh, recommended, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll check this one out. You just said, I'm just gonna give this have, a go. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough time. Well, and I also saw that it was like new at the time. There was only three when I first saw it. There was only three episodes out. So, mm-hmm. oh man, that's funny. So speaking of. Number four, Sean. You also you want to drag down this epi- this episode as well. <laughs> How dare! How dare! Uh, when we're not talking about Destiny Four. <laughs> um. So I went ahead and I watched uh, Rick and Morty season four. Um, I finished that this week as well. Um. Honestly, I thought season four was overall a lot better than um, season three. I feel like season season three was probably some be was probably I felt was I don't know if rushed is the right word. It just wasn't put together well, and I think the story was really just very meh. And I thought season four really kind of picked it back up, like season with season one and two about uh, about how the stories and the adventures they just didn't seem like as ridiculous as pickle rick or anything silly like that um i still like the one series about um what's up i said i thought i saw something about infinite mortys yeah there's like um is there infinite mortys well, like, there's a bunch of Morty, Ricks and Mortys from different dimensions that meet up at a station. So, they got that going for them. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any, there's no infinite Mortys. It's outside of something like that. That I can think of. Okay. So, uh, most of the episodes were pretty... I would say they were all pretty lighthearted. They didn't really have any... They didn't really have any feel spots. There was, like, the season finale had, like, a little bit of feels in it, but that was it. Like, usually there's, like, one episode that kind of brings it back in a little bit. So, but, no, I thought it was, uh, it was pretty good. Um, there was, I was gonna play, like, the, uh, the Snake Jazz song, um, that's pretty ridiculous in it. Um, cause, like, they go to... They ended up finding a world where where snakes are like have taken over, and I, <laughs> well, and like it's it's really more about like so they have like astronaut snakes and stuff like that. It's super, it, it's a little bit ridiculous. And one of the things like they pop on the radio is um is this uh like this snake jazz song. So it's just so freaking ridiculous um and like everybody was like enjoying it so 
of course I'm probably going to get ads. Yeah, I'll have to wait to play it. But, um, like I said, it was, uh, way, this, the stories were just a lot better. And I would definitely say it, it, it started to redeem itself, so... Yeah. yeah, and that's always the worst when you want to like. You got the snake jazz. You got one hour of snake jazz radio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it got like stuck in my head. <laughs> it's just so simple, it's so ridiculous. I, I guess it's better than the one hour of the, the he man hey hey ya hey, or whatever it was the hey hey hey. What's going on? I said hey. But, uh... What's going <laughs> on? Yeah, it's always the worst when it's like, you want to, like... Every time you want to show something, some somebody something on YouTube is... Fucking ads. The, uh, you're guaranteed 100% of the time to get a 15-second unskippable commercial ad before the video. Right. It's like they, they, they know. They know. It's like you watch it by yourself, either no ad or it's like a video you can skip after five seconds. Or even worse, the double one, where it's like the first one's 15 seconds and then you can skip the second one after five seconds. But at that point, like, you've already lost your own interest, let alone the person that you're trying to show the um, thing to, their interest. Yeah, they're in, they're not interested anymore. You're embarrassed. You just want it to end. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like how my wife feels about sex. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, Speaking geez. of sex... Come on, dude, that was a great... That's a great segue. Ass Effect? You played Ass Effect. So... <laughs> Come on. That, that actually that fell, fell into our hands like that. Like, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so Mass Effect remastered version uh, came out a little bit ago. I've uh, I so um, this week I finished Mass Effect one, um, and I just barely got into Mass Effect two this week. Um, but uh, no Mass Effect. Uh, I was just kind of going through the. I decided to play Renegade Shepard, and I'm playing like a, a, a sub a subclass um, with tech and uh, biotic power. So I'm not really good at shooting the pew pew gun. Pew pew. I just I just have all sorts of technology and force powers basically. Um. So I so I want because I wanted to make it a little bit more difficult uh, for myself because I know I really I could I could. I could get like a certain rifle or a battle rifle or something and I'll just wreck face. Um, but, uh, I was, I was kind of going through, it seemed, um, it seemed less buggy than the previous versions. Um, the graphics seemed a little bit more, more up to speed. Um, it was, they weren't like, it wasn't like super great. They didn't like redo the whole thing, but they gave it a little bit of a, a boost and then um they also um they also just kind of made like the speed of the game like the loading screens and stuff that 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 sped up a lot quicker i didn't feel like i was waiting to get into places as long so um but no i thought it was uh i thought it was pretty enjoyable so far for the first game so i didn't have i didn't see any major issues with the with the uh, the updated version, um, still a great game. Um, if you haven't played Mass Effect, it's definitely a game worth playing. It's a uh, pretty solid. Did you you because you did you ever yeah. try it or you just only like watch videos on it? I I didn't do either, but I'm like like um I know like when the second one came out they made it so that you didn't have to play the first one. Like you could just answer some questions. Yep. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know exactly how the questions were, but I could imagine it was like, they posted up like pictures of like the three, um, main ladies and then gave you the choice to fuck, marry and kill. Like that. I'm pretty sure that would be one of the questions, no, right? No, it wasn't one of the questions. <laughs> that seems, seems counterintuitive to the, to the rest of the core mechanics of the game. As far as I know, <laughs> 
like 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 was it just Mass Effect One, just like a, a, a mining sex slash sex simulator? Like you would just go out and mine resources and then bring them back and like try to have sex with somebody. Mm. Isn't that the whole point of Mass Effect One? I thought that was Mass Effect Two. Like you go to the planet and scan it and mine. So I think. Okay. Well, yeah. In the, that too? Yeah. In the first one, you had to you just drove the car around a lot. <laughs> See, that's what I said. I never played it, but I knew the, I never played it, but I knew there was one where it was a mining slash sex simulator. It's like farm, like like a Minecraft meets laser shoot, laser shoot, Larry. Yeah. No, but there's definitely plenty of uh, plenty of options in Mass Effect Two for romances. Yeah, and um, there's only three romance options in the first one. You have uh, the the um, Asari girl is goes both ways, and then there's a another romance uh, character for uh, the male for male shepherd and female shepherd. But like once you get into two, there's like a bunch of options for each side. Does it go both ways? Yeah. Or all three ways? Mm, I guess. There's both. There's, there's, there's both. There's like one way, two ways, and then it's like uh, always. Like if you like the al- like alien furry <laughs> porn. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's no Krogan love, so so that's kind of rude. Like it's like one the the one alien race you can't love. That seems pretty racist. That is pretty fucking racist. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if you um I gotta send that to Nick. Or... I gotta send that to Nick. You can't romance a Krogan. That seems pretty racist. <laughs> is he is he, uh, is he is he disappointed by that option in the game or lack of option in the game? I, I don't know if he's uh, realized that. I I think he I just don't think he's ever thought about it that way. But, you know, I saw somebody uh, post a meme, and it was like like Princess Leia and and Chewbacca in the picture together, and it was like, so does Chewbacca have like a human dick, or is it like a red rocket, like a dog? <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't want to have you uh, romance the Krogan because they didn't want to have to answer that question in Mass Effect. Maybe, I guess so. Ugh. And so, yeah, um, at work, there's a guy. He gets like he he talks shit, but then he gets angry like super quick when you talk shit back. So like, I don't think he deserves to talk shit anymore. And so people were like talking about him being the Hulk. Like, calm down there, big guy. You know, you don't want to turn into the big green guy. And then somebody mentioned the big red guy, and so. Somebody sent a gif of Clifford the Big Red Dog, and then I immediately sent a gif of a red rocket flying through space, but nobody nobody uh, got it. <laughs> you're, you're just too uh, you're just too good. Yes, the red rockets. <laughs> you're just too you're ahead of our time. So do you think so? Do you think the crow can have red rockets or human dicks? I don't. I don't know. Well, they look you don't like. Think about this one. Yeah, they look like lizards. So whatever that is. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess they wouldn't like be dog-like. I don't know what lizard dicks look like. I haven't. Um, <laughs> I haven't been. I haven't been exposed to that through a South Park episode. <laughs> I, you haven't studied that. <laughs> yes, South Park hasn't done an episode about that. <laughs> Fair Comment. enough, but no. Speaking Mass Effect. Play the game. Ahead. Play the game. And I'll probably be doing a yes. review of two here in the next couple weeks. I don't know. Like, give it like three yeah, to four I started weeks. A... What was that? I said give it like a three to four weeks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I started uh, playing a remaster of a game that I love that apparently not many people do. And to the point where... Uh, um, there was a YouTube video that popped up randomly on my uh, algorithm, and it was like the top, the top games that killed the company, and it was the screenshot game, the, the thumbnail game. <laughs> Jeez. And it's like, dude, the game didn't kill the company. The company killed the company based on like their, uh, their grandiose plans, and their inability to run the company. 
Right. Kurt Schilling, Kurt Schilling was, a, was a pitcher, not a, a video game uh, marketing director guy. Mm. Like he should have just threw some cash at it and st- stayed out of it. You know, for because uh, they wanted to make it like because it's a, MM, a RPG, but they wanted to make it into an MMO. And so they ended up getting like sued by like the state of like Rhode Island or something like that because they, uh, um, um, uh, took money to make jobs and stuff, and then like they didn't end up making those jobs and like weren't doing the they didn't meet the requirements and they just and they're like all right, well you have to pay us back. And they're like yeah, no, we're not going to pay you back. And so uh, they had to pay them. They had to got they got sued. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> so, I, that, I, I'm, I'm sure I've given you more than enough hints to kind of figure it out. If you, but if not, then I'll uh, keep that a little bit of a spoiler for the un, un, uninitiated. <laughs> but I did watch, I did watch the SpongeBob SquarePants movie that came out recently, Sponge on the Run. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, like. Like Rick and Morty, SpongeBob had like a few seasons, like but I guess more than because there's been like, like I guess exponentially more seasons of SpongeBob than there have been of Rick and Morty. So there's like you know one one bad Rick and Morty season is like five bad SpongeBob seasons based on like percentages. Um, and so it kind of it got to the point where it was just like like The Simpsons, how um like Homer was like kind of like he was kind of dumb, but he was also like a, a guy that was trying to be a good dad, and later seasons he just became kind of just an asshole, who who was an idiot, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, like SpongeBob, like he was like like he was kind, you know, he always caused problems, but he meant well, and so now he's just kind of like they're playing up to his stupidity as opposed to his like, um, kindness. Is and so this his, one uh, unhelping ability. <laughs> yes, but but at least he's trying, right? And so this one, it kind of harkens back to like the the earlier days, some of the jokes and stuff. And so basically, you know, you can tell what the plot of the movie is going to be pretty quick because he's like the opening scene is him with his snail Gary, which they addressed one thing they've never addressed in the show, like, you know, because when Gary crawls like all over SpongeBob, he leaves like the the the, the slime on SpongeBob, and I'm like, oh man, he's leaving a snail trail. Yes. And I'm like, oh, and sure enough, SpongeBob's like, oh, Gary, your snail trails all over my face again. And I'm like, that's 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 inappropriate and hilarious that they get that, that they were able to get that one. <laughs> and so of course you're watching it. It's like, oh, um, Gary's gonna get kidnapped. And sure enough, that's pretty much the plot of the movie. He gets kidnapped. SpongeBob and Patrick set off to uh, rescue him with the guidance of a. Uh, uh, tumbleweed the embodiment of a wise sage that's played by Keanu Reeves hmm. um, and they got a lot of uh, pretty decent guest voices they had um, um, real quick the comedian um, Tiffany Haddish she's like there's a part where there's like a talent show and she's the master of ceremonies Danny Trejo has an appearance Snoop Dogg has an appearance um and then uh, Aquafina is a, has a plays like a like a major secondary character, but the the one that you, you the name you all recognize that you talked about last week, Sean, mm-hmm. Matt Berry. Mm-hmm. Matt Matt Damon. Matt Berry. <laughs> Why am I blanking? It's too long He's ago, man. He's the dude from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. The aristocratic vampire. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the clip that I sent you from him, his scene in the IT crowd? <laughs> yeah, that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so he's like on a date and the person's like, I, I used to be a man. And he's like, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. And then later on, it's like they're ha- after having sex. She's like, you're such an open person. Usually when I tell people, you know, they freak out and leave. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm modern. Who cares if you're from Iran? And she's like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter where you're born. Like, 
You're here now. I ran. Like, France. I thought the shot was from on from France was man. great. Yeah. I said it was a man. And then he's like, oh. And he grabs her. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his, that's, that, that seemed like, I said that he was that seemed perfect. And so he plays like basically the main villain in the SpongeBob movie. Got you. Oh, like voices of, voices of? Yes. Oh, okay. He plays, his voice is King Neptune, who wants to appear young. And so he, apparently like snail slime is the secret to his youngness. So he, like all the snails that they have are all dried up. And so Gary's like the last snail in the kingdom. Gotcha. And so that's why they kidnap him and. So they can rub the snail slime all over his face. You know, even knowing that, like, it's not like, you know, again, it's a kid's movie. You can figure all this shit out pretty quick. You know, through the movie, it's not, you know, all that's spoiled, like, in the first, like, couple scenes. Um, But just, and you don't watch Spongebob for the plot. You watch it because the fucking interactions between Spongebob and Patrick and, you know, Mr. Krabs. Plankton and his wife, robot wife, Karen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so I watched another movie, a little more uh, serious called The Book of Love. The Book of starring, Love? Starring uh, Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Yes, I guess it's based on the song. And so Jason Sudeikis is married. And I saw the movie, you know, watching the movie, at first I saw it, I was like, oh, um, Jessica Biel is in this movie. Like, I didn't really know who was in the movie that much. And I was like, oh, Jessica Biel. I'm like, she hasn't done anything for a while. And then later on I saw it, and I'm like, wait, is that Jessica Biel or is that Liv Tyler? <laughs> like, it was weird. And then, and like, I... But it was Jessica Biel. So she, they're married, and they keep seeing this young girl, like, digging through their trash. It's played by uh, Maisie Williams mm-hmm. from uh, Game of Thrones. And so, but I, for some reason, when I was getting ready to watch the movie, I could have swore her it was uh, Millie Bobby Brown and not Maisie Williams that was in the movie. But then it confused my mind even more because the, her character in the movie was uh, named Millie. And I'm like, they knew. They, they knew I was confusing her, <laughs> her for Millie Bobby Brown, and now they're just mocking me. <laughs> and so basically... So basically, like, he kind of takes her in because, like, the wife was, like, got into a car accident and died, well pregnant, of course. And so he kind of hits rock bottom, and he brings the girl in, and they kind of teach each other the true meaning of life because she's had hardship in her life and he has hardship in his life. And yeah, it's one of those movies that you'll hate because it's, it's about family. <laughs> Speaking of which, you saw a guy, like it was a reply to a TikTok, but the first TikTok was talking about how Dom Toretto would kick Batman's ass. Mm-hmm. Wait, why would he kick his ass? To which someone replied, I don't know, because family, family, you know, mm. makes you stronger. Yeah. So, but then it's like, someone replied, it's like, um, do you, do you read the comics? Do you know who Batman is? And then he just like literally named like 20 names of everybody in the Bat family. <laughs> it's like, dude, the Bat family is way bigger than Dom's family. And they're still taking more applicants. So, yeah. Um, and then finally I watched... The Pirates of the Carib- Caribbean, Caribbean movie, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, like it got a lot of bad reviews. I was expecting it to be a bad movie, but it's like a thing of at this point now. I just like Pokemon. I got to catch them all, and they're coming out. This is the fifth movie. They're coming out with the sixth one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just basically had to use a uh, Netflix rental. Um. You know, my only complaint about this movie is that at some point, like, the studio is, they know what people liked from the first movie, and every movie after that kind of follows the same recipe. You know, where Johnny Depp is Johnny Depping it up. Um, You got some sword fights. Like, it's all very, like, somehow they made, like, pirate movies, a pirate movie kind of, a pirate action movie, just kind of boring. Like, it's not, like, exciting or flashy. It's just paint by number. You know, you got revenge. Bro. You got the pirates, the dead pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's not a bad movie. It's just, I don't know, man. Like somewhere, it just it lost its charm. Mm. As Shawn Michaels said, um, it, he lost this when when he um, had some hit a rough patch in WWE with his story and stuff. He uh, he said he lost his smile. 
Oh. And so people talk about, like, with Shawn Michaels, they're like, wait, is this before or after he lost his smile? <laughs> and so, uh, um, basically, like, that's kind of what the pirate movies, they've lost their smile. Like, mm. they're just, they're there. They're something to watch it, you know, you don't really have to pay that much attention to, but, I mean, the action scenes, and it's weird, too, because, like, the action is well made, the, the special effects look really good, it's just... I don't know, man. There's like, it's not as, it's not exciting like the first one, and I think that might be the problem. It's like with M Night Shyamalan. Like after the first twist, was you know like such a good one that everybody. It's like at that point, people were just watching movies or to find the twist and not actually enjoying the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I mean know. I believe that. Yeah. So I mean, out of the three movies I watched, I would definitely highly recommend. It. You know, if you get a chance to the watch SpongeBob the SpongeBob uh, movie, be a Paramount Plus or. If you have Paramount Plus or if you're an old man like Netflix DVDs, watch the SpongeBob movie. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half. It's, there's a lot. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. Pa, uh, pa, uh, Keanu Reeves has a uh, some funny lines. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's too funny. Sandy's pretty funny. She builds a pod racer. It's weird. <laughs> like from episode one. Wow. So. Oh my god, that's too funny. I thought you were going to say something else. I didn't really think you would say it's a Spongebob movie. No. Which one did you think I was going to say? Because <laughs> I, I only watched three movies, and Book of Love, I don't think, you know. Maybe maybe friend of the show Solid Snack would watch it, because he, he likes art, artsy-fartsy movies. The artsies of the fartsies. He's going to yeah, have to... He's the fartiest. Yeah. He's going to have to come grab a beer with us. I'm going to have to meet, at least uh, meet this guy. Yeah, maybe, maybe, because um, he works Sunday through Thursday. Maybe, maybe we can meet up somewhere with him on that Friday. Yeah, that would make sense. Solid snack, fucking clear your schedule. I don't want to hear hear any excuses. <laughs> yeah, you literally want that like, knows he, my pain. It's funny because I met him. Yeah, it's funny because I I ended up meeting him through a friend of the show, Man Thing, that lives in upstate New York. Yeah. Like through playing Final Fantasy, like we ended up playing like video games and stuff together, and so like there was a bunch of there was a few of us, and then it like Man Thing was left, and then he brought in Solid Snack, and then we were talking and stuff, and it was like, hey, and they're like, I think he works with you, and I'm like, I don't know, and so it kind of came up like just naturally in the conversation, and yeah, he works at the same building as me, and then he ended up buying a house over by um like right there at Indiana and Madison, like Mm. right around the corner from me. Okay. So it's weird that I had to meet through through on through uh, the Xbox through a guy from upstate New York, even though he like. <laughs> it's the power of video games. And the power of friendship. Yes. So you're okay with the power of friendship, just not the power of family. <laughs> oh, <laughs> something like that. Oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Um, speaking of uh, the future, episode 200 is almost here. The next charity stream is coming out on August 28th. Uh, putting more details uh, on that. I also did fix the link for Google Play. So if you were a Google Play streamer, that link is fixed. I checked it before the show. Um, it is up and running again. What's up? I said, if you played with the Googles, I did. I it was reported to be, and I I took care of it. So, um, outside of that, make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, again Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Amazon Podcast, all those fun places of listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Look at some pretty pictures of things as well. Yeah, I went to go. I went to go watch the Southern California Vintage Baseball game today. Posted that on the Instagrams. Picture of that guys playing with. They're not gloves. They're like mitts. So there's no webbing, and mm-hmm. there's there's like seven balls to a walk instead of four. And oh boy, it's weird. The 1860s, 1860s were weird. They was just too fucking slow for us. <laughs> yes. Too damn slow. 
All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Later.